to the Happy Place, aka the Madhouse, aka the Max Wrestling Podcast, episode 288. This is your captain speaking, along with Mike Larkin and the Max Outsiders are literally outside. Maybe they're running late, maybe they're not on this week. We don't know, we'll see how it goes. But there's no Travis or Moses as of right now. And <clears throat> just to top things off, I'm working through an injury, people. Oh, jeez. By the way, don't, not to cut you off, but the way you just said that kind of reminds me of that episode of the Rugrats, you know? Will they make it? Nobody knows. Little Chucky <laughs> Finster, man. Freaking sound like the Rugrats and Chucky Finster. I forgot what episode it was, but then they're talking and Chucky's narrating. Will they make it? Nobody knows. Well, I recently binged Recess, and I'm, I'm trying to find Rugrats now so I can binge through that and relive all oh, my childhood. Oh, my God. I gotta oh, say, dude. I think Recess is the perfect kid's series ever i love that show i think for me uj detwell and the whole thing mikey with his poetry oh now let me ask you something did you ever see the recess schools out film that came out in like i saw all the films oh my god such Um, a very underrated show believe it or not people this is not netpicks episode two this is the max wrestling podcast it's not (laughs) but you had to start with your recess mr i'm gonna binge watch recess and then the rugrats don't get me started uh, so I, I pulled a muscle in my lower back yesterday. Would you like to know how it happened, Mike? I will, but when you say pull the muscle, <clears throat> did you pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance? I, I wish I, I couldn't even step, let alone dance. So it's a okay, funny, well, it's a funny, you, it's a funny story. Yeah, hit me. So I went to get into the shower. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. As soon as you start, I went to get in the shower. Go ahead, my apologies. The end. That was what? it. You went to get the shower and you pulled the muscle just getting into the shower? I, I put one leg in and it was like a puffer fish just went off in my back. Oh my god. Wait wait till you hit 30, people. <laughs> but hey, man, I'm already 28. I got two more years to yeah. go. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe I should have just let Randy Orton give me a fractured jaw. I'd be back working like nothing ever happened. No, oh, of course, man. Oh, speaking of that. Sasha Banks is coming back after friggin' taking a guillotine and the damn stepping on the chair with Bailey, and all of a sudden, two weeks later, she's coming back. No, give, give her at least two more weeks. But they got, I guess, they oh. got to get her back for Clash of Champions. Of course they do, because why would we just hold it till I don't know, maybe like Hell in a Cell, when we could probably have them in a Hell in mm. a Cell match, like we've seen. But no, gotta they bring them ha- back. They also can't decide what it's called. Half the roster is calling it the Clash of Champions. Oh, the really? other half are calling it Clash of the Champions. Oh my god. Just it's Clash of Champions, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Hello Moses. Hello Moses. I mean, I swear he said morning. I heard him say morning. Moses. Mr. Moses. <laughs> Noah and the Ark and his name is Moses. Alright then. Well it's just a flashing up anyway. It's not just a movie with no friggin' what's his face, man, Norm McDonald. Noah. Moses, what's up, guys? Oh, there we yeah, go. Here he is. Okay. Sorry, so now, now I, I guess can... my whole everything's all acting funky. Okay. Uh, so now I gotta tell Moses the story. Oh, oh I gotta hear this. I like stories. I uh, I pulled a muscle in my back yesterday. Do you, you want to know how it happened? Sure. So we use cool. I went to get in the shower. The end. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's gonna say the end, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, y'all are both thirty. I'm not to that. I'm point. thirty-one. 
Oh, excuse me, 31, mister, over here. I haven't gotten to that point where I've gotten in the shower and threw on my back yet. Well, not to not to add salt to the wounds, but my junior year wrestling, I was dropped on my neck. Oh, and they yeah, they thought I broke it, and so I had to like deal with like a compression che- uh, compression vest uh, or no, was it like the ice the ice vest or whatever? And then I had uh, to sit in a wheelchair for five weeks ah. because they were that worried. But like, fuck, I've never thrown my back out like that, and like I have a fucked up neck. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I no, got that, skull closer, so. Oh well fuck. See, that's no bueno. But no. that's the whole thing. Like uh like you know how like how we always cringe at German suplexes? Well, they're super rare in, in amateur wrestling. And when they happen, they're pretty devastating. Well, I've did the best I could to fight one off over a, like a really big dude, and he pretty much just wrapped his arms on my chest and said, You're going over whether you like it or not. And when I went over there was no room for error and it was, you're going to land all of it on your neck. You need to learn how to roll. And I don't know how the hell I sur- survived fucking rolled out. I tried to wrestle afterwards. Like I tried oh. to get up and I fucking stumbled to the floor. Like I, I legit like hit the ground. And then I remember rolling and like pushing my legs forward to like, just shoot for him. And I basically like drug my face into the ground. Was it like, and like my mom's thinking I broke my neck? My dad's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, it was pretty bad. Was it like, well, if Kurt Angle can do it, that's legitimately <laughs> my thought. That was, le- I swear to God, that was legitimately my thought. I'm like, well, how hard can this be? Did you, dude? I mm-mm. did you land on your neck like Chris Benoit Sabu when he gave oh. him that throw back in ECW? It, Shit. Um, more of an angle, but very similar. Yeah. Okay. About the same. That's the one that like wrestling fans like if, if you know it like. That's yeah. That's yeah. how I landed. Uh, anybody it's like born full accordion mode. Anybody born after 2010, go look it up. Yeah. Shit. Much early ECW, Chris Benoit absolutely <laughs> chucks Sabu. <laughs> Maybe that explains why Sabu's so fucked up. Yeah. It all yeah. stems back to that injury. Um. Okay. So things are off to a great start with Raw. As we have Michael Cole and Dolph Ziggler on commentary. Yes, no Samoa oh. Joe, so we got Dolph Ziggler. Why? What the fuck? I mean, and Byron, but Byron's just there. So you telling me you can replace Samoa Joe because he didn't make the flight or whatever the fuck. You couldn't accidentally not book fucking Byron? Are you kidding me? I... I don't even know how I feel about Ziggler on commentary. I don't know if he annoyed me or if I grew to like him. I, I haven't made my mind up yet. He was really ignorable. I played yeah. that much. Yeah. Um, so we're ready for In Your Face Raw, which definitely doesn't sound PG. I thought it was In Your House. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in Your Face, In Your House, whatever. Definitely well, in your face was Velvet. Well, In Your Face was Velvet Sky's finisher, I believe, right? Uh Something like that. You guys that. know the TNA, not me. Something like uh, that. Yeah. But I, I, I believe that. she spelled it, it Y O. Yeah, in your face. <laughs> not in your face, but in, your, in face. your face. So in your face. Gotta be gangster. This is just me spitballing, but did they call it in your face raw because of all the friggin' kicks that have been in McIntyre and Orton's faces lately? Maybe. Well, yeah, talking about fractured skull, broken jaws, and it's like, okay, well let's just uh keep kicking <laughs> each other in the face. Let's I like this. Drew, Whatever. Drew and Randy get the plan for next week's show, so we're going to call it In Your Face. Are you kidding me? 
Stand <laughs> up for professional wrestling. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't um, know who's who's fucking accent I want to make fun of more, and that's either McIntyre or Balor. So I am the brand. Every time I turn around. Um, speaking of McIntyre, he kicked off the show even though they didn't even want him in the building last week because he was too hurt. But I guess he gets a free pass this week. Gonna hurt you, Randy. Okay. Gonna hurt you. Uh, he he upgrades his match with Rand. This is funny. He upgrades his match with Randy Orton to an ambulance match because, quote, the rules don't apply to them anymore. But you just challenged him to a match with a very specific rule. Oh, well, you gotta throw him in the ambulance, Drew. You gotta <laughs> throw him in the ambulance. I'll win however I like. By the way, last time Survivor Series had an ambulance match, Shane what was that, Kane. 2003? Shane and Kane. Oh, Lord. Right? Yeah, wait a minute, this, was... is, this is Clash of Champions, though. Oh, wait, that's Clash of Champions. A.K.A. The Clash of Champions, a.k.a. Clash of the Champions. <laughs> well, that's the thing, my apologies, <laughs> Clash of Champions. But the, I think the last time we had, like, a big pay-per-view, I know they've done Cena and Kane, but the ambulance match that really stands out to me is the Shane Kane one from Survivor Series. Cena Kane the last ambulance match we did have? I think it was, yes. The, that one where friggin' embraced the hate, yep. Uh, I got so much oh, no, wait. for Kane. I think there was... There's been plethora more. McIntyre and Bray Wyatt, not McIntyre, Ambrose and Bray Wyatt. Oh, I don't know. About oh yeah, yeah. Kind of pay per view though. Was it didn't wasn't Roman and Strowman in these things all the time? Um, ambulance oh, yeah, matches. Oh yeah, they definitely had the ambulance match because obviously he flipped Roman in an ambulance. Oh yes. Yeah right. Because he's super strong one minute and now he's um, he, he's fighting uh, Baba Cueto, Dama Cueto, whatever the fuck guy's oh, name yeah. is. <clears throat> All I know is I saw this and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you've officially said, I don't give a shit about this guy no more. Yeah, Daba Kato. Uh, Shame at man also cock blocking us. Cock blocking. Um, Oh, wait, hold on. There was another one. Okay, so, all right, the three stages of hell match, I believe, at Payback with John Cena and Ryback. There was 2014. Yeah, Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose in 2014. There was, uh, hold on, there was one with, in WWE, it was Shane and Kane. That was the first one. And then we got The Undertaker and JBL in the last ride match. Same with Kennedy. So the last ride match was like an ambulance match. And then we had John Cena Kane. Yeah, and then we had Cena and Ryback in the three stages of hell. So the last official ambulance match was 2014 with uh, Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose. And yes, uh, an ambulance match and a last ride match are exactly the same. They just switched the ambulance for a hearse. Yeah, during the first round of 2015, the feud culminated in an ambulance match between Bray Wyatt and uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that's the last time we saw an ambulance match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they kind of oh, suck, on. let's be honest. Hold on yes. a sec. You also they reminded me with Cena and Ryback. Yes. Was that, was that Money in the Bank or Payback? That was Payback. I'm sure there was they an ambulance at Money in the Bank, though, because I always remember making fun of Cena F5 in... Ryback through the roof because the roof seems to be made of paper mache. That yeah. is right. By the way, no, yeah, there's uh, Extreme Rules 2013, Last Man Standing, no contest, and then they did the ambulance match at uh, Payback. Yep. Oh. Okay, and here's one I didn't even know. They did an ambulance match in WCW. Of oh. course they did. They did everything in WCW. Okay, so the first five ambulance matches took place in May of 2000 and were televised for free on basic cable television. I got a Mike question Austin- before you go. Yes. How many of them involved Kevin Nash? Okay, are you ready for this? 
Mike Awesome beat Sting in the first one and then went on to lose to Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner before beating The Wall in the fourth one. G.I. Bro beat Mike Awesome in the fifth ambulance match of the month, which is a part of Mike Awesome's career killer gimmick. The final two ambulance matches in WCW took place on pay-per-view at Great American Bash 2000. Mike Awesome beat Dallas Page. A few months later, he defeated Bam Bam Bigelow at Star K 2000 when WCW was acquired by WWE a few months later. So Mike Awesome was in them all. Yep. Cool. So it's his match, really. The fat chick thriller. Yes. So you get to see the fat chick, though, when you get to that in 2000, Mr. Moses Marquez. Can't wait. <laughs> I just fat chick thought you just did a whole episode for him. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, then three years later, it was Shane and Kane, which was the first one. They've only had a couple in WWE, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the last man standing match was better than the ambulance match. It was. And Shane trying to commit suicide again. Oh, the Van Terminator, right? No, I mean off the friggin' Tron. Oh, the oh, Tron, yeah, yeah that, but that was is. unforgiven. But yeah. the big thing that came from the Survivor Series one was when he did the friggin' Van Terminator to him. Oh, he jumped yeah, off the yeah. ambulance and the boom, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Adam Pearce uh, announced that if Randy doesn't make it to Clash, Keith Lee will take his place if he beats McIntyre later on in the night. And then there's this hilarious 2K14 build a story mode crowd sound effect as Lee and Drew shake hands. Seriously, I've got it. Listen to this. Okay. They're staring each other down. There's the handshake. And when Keith Lee pulls him in, Yeah, that is something out of a 2K game, yes. Most definitely. Um, uh, now, if Drew McIntyre can do what he did last week, two weeks after suffering a skull fracture, which was then transformed into a jaw fracture, then I'm pretty sure it's safe to say we're going to see Randy at Clash of Champions. Oh, yeah. So all this teasing Keith Lee taking his place was just an absolute cock tease. Yep. But they love to do that. And apparently, this may come as an absolute shock to people, Vince doesn't know what to do with Keith Lee. Oh, what do you know? Oh, my goodness. It's, it's almost like that never happens when he calls somebody up from NXT who's got loads of hype around him. Because I don't see the hype, damn it. What the hell is he doing? He's just a big guy with flips. What the hell's so special about him, damn it? Well, he changes his attire again. Now he's wearing a singlet. Oh, Put him God. in a singlet. <laughs> Look, I hated my singlet back in the day, and I you could just see the utter disgust on this man's face. Like, I really have to fucking wear this thing? Yeah, nothing screams generic like singlet. Oh, God, they're the and worst. Keith Lee is anything but generic. You want to bask in this glory, pal? Bask in this singlet. <laughs> you can keep the hoodie. Bask in this singlet. But here's a singlet. Oh, God, those are the worst fucking things ever made. You think you're limitless? I'm going to put the limits on you. <laughs> I remember begging a ref that I will take three points off. Like, I will start negative three points if I could just wrestle in some shorts. <laughs> or at the very least. It didn't go. At the very least, some tights. Right? Like, come on, bro. Hook a brother up. Or can I at least go with, like, the, the one, you know, the fucking single singlet, like the giant? Yes. Have one titty out, one titty covered, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, at least it ain't like Big Daddy V who had the, the, the straps not even covering his nipples. Nope. 
The only good thing about the only good thing about Big Daddy V, when I was a kid, I used to love that doom, 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 calling all cars, calling all cars. That theme song also used to get me. I used to love that theme song. This scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, yes. Massive ass dude. Yeah, with those lenses and the sharp teeth. What about him as King Mabel and uh and the whole Mo Men on a Mission? That was a little bit before my time, so I only really discovered that when I was a little older. Hey, all I know is friggin' he used to hurt a lot of people with his ass going on the backs, and Kevin Nash talks about their horrible match at SummerSlam. Uh, and I think that's a fact that needs to be pointed out even more, is that Mabel slash Big Daddy V slash Viscera was a king of the ring. That's right. King Mabel. King Mabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first match of the night, I think I know the answer to this, but how mm-hmm. do you feel about the Street Profit, Profits beating Cesaro and Nakamura, not Sheamus. Yeah, fam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We want the smoke, fam. You know what's up, fam? You know, if this was, like, Japan, Cesaro and Nakamura, well, Claudio Castigan, Zoli Wally, would have killed him. Yes. They'd have straight up killed him. Him, dead. him. him dead. And him dead. Facts. I enjoyed it, but I mean, I had a feeling that since they were on the Raw turf, that Street Profits were going to win. Yeah, so are we going to get a return match on SmackDown where Cesaro and Nakamura win? I, I have no it. idea. No. I think you know where they're going with it, right? Since they got the win due to their distraction, I think we're going to Cesaro and Nakamura against the Lucha House Party. If they are the Lucha House Party, Lindsay Dorado apparently doesn't own his name, so he's asked, he's had to undone the mask and change his name. I heard about that. Is that like when Sin Cara went to being Hunico? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Surely Jewels. WWE could, like, copyright it, though. I mean, they copyright every fucking else. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you re-copyright that name? But he doesn't work well, with it anymore. I don't care. Copyright his name. Well, I was going to say, who do we go with now for them to fight for the Raw Tag Titles? There's no more Andrade and Angel Garza. Well, this is why I was excited for the match. I... Because they really need to unify the tag divisions because they're both dead. Mm-hmm. They, yes. they dead. They dead. They dead. There's more life in my back right now than there is in the Raw and SmackDown tag team divisions. There's no Viking Raiders anymore. There's no Viking Raiders because of poor Ivar. Oh, Ivar, Ivar is out till maybe late next year. Mm. Yeah, he's out for a while. Eesh. Um... The only I mean, tag team I can think of that comes off to my head, but, I mean, they're feuding with uh, the freaking Hurt Business is Ricochet and Apollo Crews. Yeah, and, well, and the Hurt Business themselves. Uh, Cedric. Yeah, that's true. I mean, early on on Raw, Cedric still kind of felt out of place to mm-hmm. me. He's like that little grinning bastard that joins a gang and thinks he's the shit. Um, <laughs> but he kind of warmed to it a little bit later on, which we'll get to as Retribution drop another promo. With a clearer look at their identities, I think now it, it, there's very little doubt that it's uh, Dijak, Mia, yeah. Mercedes. Um, mm-hmm. Who else did we steal Madden? And yep. Mojo, your boy Mojo. Not Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Fawn. See, I'm okay with that. You know why I'm okay with that? Well, I mean, they're all because talented. It's not Mojo. Because it's not no, Mojo. No, besides, yeah. Besides, besides that, <laughs> Mr. Moses Marquez. It's because Shane Thorne, they weren't doing dick with him on NXT. Yeah. Not, not I mean, since they, uh, TM61 TM6 broke up. 
that's the thing. They bring him in with then they had him with that Australian guy, that big Australian guy from NXT and Raw for a few weeks, and then they just put him back down to NXT and they haven't been doing nothing. Nothing with him. Nothing. And he could wrestle. It's just the fact that he had two Australian partners. One was a giant, and then the other one they released. Yeah, I mean, if anything, he has more right to be upset and be in retribution than, than any of the members. Makes sense. I mean, Dio Martin had an opportunity as a Raw commentator, but he decided to seek wrestling again. Mm-hmm. And Di- Dijakovic, Mia, and Mercedes have all had great runs in NXT, so they got no reason to be angry. But definitely Shane Fawn does. Not- that's not true. Dio Madden decided that it's going to be funny if I get in fucking, what was it, Brock Lesnar's face? <laughs> yeah, he got an F5 for his trouble, yep. And then he, he died, and then we didn't see him for a while, and then he's like, you know what? I'm going to come back, go back in a mask. Yeah. I wonder well, if when I mean, he stood up and you realized how tall he was, Brock was like, who's this motherfucker? Right? Yes, like with Keith Lee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, too, like with Shane Thorne also, if you actually look at it. Because I think the one thing that really sticks out to me is because the last time he felt important was when they faced the Authors of Pain in the final of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Yeah, and I've never really liked the Tag Team Classic because yeah, it's often just tag teams thrown together, and I hate that. You hate a lot of things. Like, for instance, Mojo Riley and Zack Ryder, the Hypros. That, that's reasonable. Yes, it is. But the, I just like bringing up the fact that you hate Mojo Rowley so much for his hypeness. Well, I, I, I hated the Hurt Business originally, but they've really grown on me, especially this week. Um, and they offered the services as security to Adam Pearce backstage. MVP says he's not worried about baseball bats or crowbars because he's got Lashley, Shelton, and Celtric. Oh, yes. Listen, he listen to this. Shelton Benjamin and Celtric Cedric Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> like, motherfucker, you recruited him. Like, yeah. You think you would get your name right? <laughs> what the hell is Celtric? Oh. Uh, How hard remind- is it to say Cedric? That's remind. That reminds me of 2007 going into the Battle of the Billionaires when they had Trump come up on the screen and he's like, yeah, Vince, and I got... Bobby, my man Bobby, go get him, Bobby. Not even Bobby Lashley, just my man Bobby, go get him, Bobby. My man. My man. <laughs> and Lashley's internally thinking, I am anything but your man. Oh. Especially now. Especially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that, though. They're freaking on the screen going back and forth promoting the bout. And all of a sudden, Trump goes, you know what? Vince, uh, he's coming. Here he is. Bobby, yeah, my man Bobby. Go get him, Bobby. <laughs> what a fucker. Yeah. I know. Uh, and Vince telling Trump that 95% of his supporters are idiots has aged so well. Yep. So, so well. Speaking of aging well, um, Mickey James and Asuka was fantastic. And at 41, Mickey is as good as ever. Never missed a beat. Amazing seller. Still looks 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, a shitty finish kind of ruined the match. Uh, ref stoppage, even though Mickey didn't know what the hell was going on. Apparently, her shoulder Did popped out of place. Did she get hurt? I don't even think she got hurt. That's what they say. Her shoulder popped out of place, and the ref called an audible. But you could see on her face, Mickey was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, at first, I thought it was just a stupid storyline finish i was like they're literally grappling on the mat what are you stopping the match for you know what pissed me off 
the fact that we completely ignore that afterwards, and now it looks like we're just going to get Oscar and Zelina Vega. I'm I'm all for it. Um, Me too. I mean, as great as Zelina is as a valet, and we're probably going to miss those friggin' TV PG pushing outfits, it's about mm. damn time Zelina was taken seriously as a wrestler. Yeah, she can go. So, two questions. Yes? Did you expect Mickey to actually be given the title in this match? And are you excited to see Zelina enter the title picture? Yes. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Hell no. Because Why? she's not going to be a valet. She's a valet. <laughs> well, dude, she she's was a, a former for knockout years. tag team champion. She used to be a wrestler. That's great. Me, you too, but you don't see me going up to random people in the street and double-legging them. First and foremost, I would laugh my ass off if you would do that. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> here, shoot them down there. Moses Marquez, I want to wrestle? Anyway, no, I mean, right. <laughs> hey. Zelina Vega, man. Rosita, former knockout tag team champion with Sarita. Very good wrestler. Like I said, I saw none of her run. Wow. Okay. Ah, uh, that's true. Okay. Also, she did wrestle a little bit on NXT against Candice LeRae when her and Andrade were feuding with Johnny and Candice. I mean, she's she's got some stuff that's fine, but I don't want her, like, thrusted into the fucking main event picture because of what she's had one match in NXT. I'm legitimately thinking like, no, yeah, she had like one oh, match on the main. Yeah. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. it. And she got murdered. By the way, just for the record, we'll talk about him on impact, but Eric Young is a lucky man for having those two just come out to his wedding. And they're the friggin' attire. Still gets me to this day. As you mentioned, still gets me to this day. I'll check a while. Yeah. I, I would also say, Zelina is the best talker in the women's division. Possibly the best female talker in wrestling right now. Yeah. I mean, Britt Baker's up there. Yeah. But then I, I just can't figure her for that fucking Novocaine angle. Yeah, that we're thing. Not about, we're, we're not talking about the Novocaine. And we're not talking about the movie with Steve Martin. Wait, whoa, whoa. What movie with Steve Martin? There was a movie with Steve Martin called Novocaine. Oh, I thought you meant she did a movie. I was going to say he's dead, isn't he? What? No, oh, I'm God. thinking of Leslie Nielsen. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. There is something for friggin' Netflix, man. The movie, Nova Kane with friggin' Steve Martin from 2001. There you okay. go. Now, MVP joins commentary so Dolph can go play in Raw Underground. Um, as Lashley yeah. goes one-on-one with Eric, as we said, Ivar was injured last week. Lashley makes very short work of it, tapping Eric out to what was once the full Nelson, then it was the full Lashley, now apparently it's the Hurt Lock. Can you pick a fucking name already? Yeah. Next week it'll be the Shelter Clock. Oh, get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the Bobby Lock, but no. Yeah, the Bobby Lock. My man Bobby. You had a re- <laughs> My had a man room. Bobby. I want Darren. Um, I think Eric is in trouble though because with Ivar out, obviously he's got like a year on his own now, and I don't really see them doing anything with him. I don't see them pushing him at all. Uh, even though no, he, he's gonna be a job guy. Yeah, and it's a shame because he he could definitely go on his own. You know what the thing is too. I think what I loved when he was in Ring of Honor, like when they were feuding with Shane Taylor and Keith Lee. Like, there's a lot of history there because of them training with each other. But right now, it's just like, you know, he's got no one. He's a lone wolf. And I'm not talking about Baron Corbin. He's just a lone wolf. Or Shotzi Blackout. Oh! Oh! 
Hey. Put the staple gun down. Uh, so I was also breaking news this past week. We are now getting Mandy Night Raw. Mandy. Yeah, because, you know, we haven't... Otis ain't doing shit. No. He has the fucking money in the bank, and then well, uh, we're going to take his girlfriend away. Well, hold on. They're doing the similar gimmick with Carmella like they did with Mandy Rose. I guess we only had to have one blonde on SmackDown. Move the other one. Get her out of here. It, it we're waiting seem... for her new re-debut where she's going to be a... I don't know what. A hot thing. hot thing. And this, this is what makes me think the original conclusion to SummerSlam may have been Sonya beating Mandy and then Mandy moving to Raw. Mm-hmm. By the way, you, you had to put it on that thing, but I'm going to say, fuck that guy. Pleaded not guilty. Oh. Yeah, not right. shocked, but still, fuck him. Yeah, not shocked at all. Oh. He's um, just prolonging the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, unfortunately, though, she's got to go through a trial. Yeah, it yeah. does suck. Uh, hopefully it shouldn't take long. No, I mean, got you on camera. Wasn't yeah, me. you're fucking telling me, bro. There's a bunch of evidence. It's all over fucking social media. That proof clip alone of him walking through her house. Are you kidding me? Yeah, proof is right in the pudding there. But, you know, not guilty. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Right, that wasn't me, me in the camera. It's fucking HD camera. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> she even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. Yeah, she got better cameras in NXT parking lot. I was just going to say. Oh. <laughs> Did we see the marks on her shoulder? What? <laughs> Yeah, the words that it's there. I'll sing the whole song. I fucking love it. <laughs> Shaggy is mad underrated. He was, but the fact that I mean, the Hot Shot album. You had that. You have Love Me, Love Me, Sex Machine with the likes of Samantha Cole and Janet Jackson. You have Shorty, You're My Angel with Rayvon Man. That entire album, very underrated. I uh, I think I see an upcoming episode of Pop Culture History for you and Britney. I haven't done one. Well, I haven't. Yes, I have not done one on Shaggy yet. But yeah. Solo War with Britney. It's coming. Yeah, dude. I'm talking about that. That makes sense. Came out in the summer of 2000, you know what I'm saying, 20 years ago. And the fact that they had the original Love Me, Love Me with Janet Jackson, but there was like a snafu or something when they were doing that video or something happened. But I know that was in how Stella got a groove back with Angela Bassett and Whoopi Goldberg from 98, man. Hell to the yeah. Guessing no one how Stella got a groove back, Dazzy Lee? Yeah. 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 Tay Diggs was in it, man. He was Jamaican. Not Jamaican me crazy like Mike Adamley, but he was Jamaican. Mike Adamley definitely would have said uh, Celtic Alexander. Yes, or Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey. Jamaican me crazy, Kofi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had a nice, fresh matchup this week as Seth Rollins took on Dominic Mysterio. Oh, fucking Um, again. But this time it was in a cage. MVP is still on commentary. Because they need a third man. Now, despite a lot of interference from both Murphy and Ray, Rollins pretty much mauls Dominic for most of the match. You know what got me? Aaliyah checking on Murphy. Now, was this actually a rumor or has it just been blown out of proportion? Because it was quite subtle. She just quickly checked on him on her way into the cage. I think she felt bad because, you know, Seth put a whooping on that boy. Yeah, and... To me, it did seem very subtle, but everybody and their mom is under the impression now that it's going to be a kind of romantic angle between them. No. Moses, what do you think? I'm sorry, I tuned out because I did, would not 
Go ahead. What was the question? You said Aaliyah, Mike. Oh, yes. Aaliyah <laughs> and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Buddy. I know you guys were not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if I was a fan of it. It's something interesting. That's for damn sure. Um, I just want to know when in the fuck does, like, any, like, so can I, like, bring my other, if, if I was, like, who's who's another good example? Who's got a sister or a hot daughter that can come on television Ken all the fucking time and just, and there you go. And just be like, Oh yeah, good. fucking Shamrock Bam. His sister got a job. All of a sudden, fucking Ray brings out his entire family. Now next watch, there's gonna be like two uncles, uh, <laughs> fucking a couple aunts, and a, and another random daughter that nobody knows of. She just so happens to be white. I don't fucking know. That, that's gonna be um, Mandy Rose's debut. She's gonna hook up with Ray Mysterio's uncle. There you go. Yes. Who the fuck's well, his uncle? Who knows? I don't know. Hey, debut. <laughs> like that's. All I, the- I don't mean. I don't. Like I said, it's interesting. Um. But I just want to know when all of a sudden do these fucking people become like superstars? Not now. Leah's gonna start wrestling, and then she'll be it's, in the women's division. It's almost like Ray's the new Ric Flair. Yeah, right? related to Rey Mysterio, you get a push. Or he's the new Rock. Yeah. Or including the wife. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, y'all. First and foremost, you know what it is too. Like watching him, the whole family there. Every time I see the family now, I still can get the image of like I mentioned last week of. Uh, CM Punk singing a little Aaliyah. Yeah. And also just Dominic with, you know, is it true, Dad? Is it really true? You know, with, I'm your pop, hey, I'm your daddy. He always had Mike skills. Daddy did. I uh, I kind of want to see a Fly on the Wall documentary like Osborne's and Ms. and Mrs. style with the Mysterios. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's just the vibe I get every time I see the four of them lined up Ray! on TV. Ray! Angie! Freaking like the Osborne's, man. <laughs> Like in friggin' Austin Powers, a gold member, boobs, oh, boobs, man. Aussie. Aussie, not wood. You could be done for manslaughter. Through <laughs> a log, through the window. <clears throat> My God. I love how he says it casually and then stumbles. Through a log, through the window. Oops, fuck. <laughs> love Aussie. Uh, Rollins had a great line as well as he passes Angie and Aaliyah just sort of looks and goes, hell of a job you did. Hope she turns out better. Yeah, man. That's not creepy as fuck. <laughs> now, now we're finally going to get the trigger on Seth and Murphy in the feud? Well, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was him severing ties with him or literally just paying him back because obviously Murphy did accidentally almost cough roll into the match, hitting him with a cage door, and then Seth just hit him back and said, that's how it feels. It you know sucks. what that was right there, man? You want to know what that was, man? That took me back to the days of watching the Fairly Odd Parents on Nickelodeon. Welcome to the corner Ooh. of paying back. Seth turned into Eric Young for a minute. He was like, that's how it feels. It sucks. That's oh, how it we're feels. Gonna get to, we're going to get to that. Swan! <laughs> you shouldn't be here, Swan! We'll get to that. But yeah, I had to say it. Um, Riddick Moss ends up fighting Dolph Ziggler in the Raw playground before Strowman cleans house. How many times do I got to see Riddick Moss on my TV with Raw Underground? Titus O'Neil pretty much did the slip and slide equivalent of Raw Playground yes, as he just couldn't wait to get in there and then just gets dropped. I mean, it's, it makes sense to have these guys on Raw Underground because they're not doing anything. Playground. Them, like, yeah, the That's playground. what we're calling it now, Raw Playground. <laughs> playground. Somebody give them the friggin' the ball pit the whole night. Yeah, yeah. The, the the gimmick wore off really quickly. Well, yeah, you get rid of the strippers and it's all bad. Yeah, well, I mean, now for the first week. And then we, and then we also have Braun and Baba... What's his face? Baba Kato. Kato. Is it Baba Kato and Braun? Isn't that happening? Yeah. Um, because, like, 
20 minutes, half an hour later, Strowman is still cleaning house before Dabakato steps up and then Shane comes between them and says they can fight next week. Next week. Interesting. Next week. Next week. Next Shane, week. Shane turned into Eric Young as well. Yes. We got a map. Well, Drew and Lee are scrapping backstage as well after getting each other's faces. But uh, Owens and Black had a one-on-one match. The eye rag is gone. Uh, I, I really feel like this feud could have been so much more. It's been completely wasted on Raw and not on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like Black's heel turn's also already been wasted. He's distracted by the flickering lights. Owens hits a stunner, not even a full stunner, just bang, grabbed ahead. Um, I just feel like it's a major ball drop. Yeah, it's one of these things where I think they're just like filling time. Like, okay, yeah. well, we're not doing nothing with him. We're not doing. Let's kind of. I mean, I was liking the turn, and then yeah, now it's like, okay, you're just like getting distracted by everything that's great that's what i want to see i feel like kevin owens is like tuned the fuck out yeah who can blame the guy like he should be able to sink his teeth into this rivalry but it's like they're not giving him anything like black could be so much more vicious he could be really making life miserable for kevin owens and then owens just drops him with a stunner in the first real match they have that's not the wwe way (laughs) God, I hate that. I hate that I say that, and it's fucking true. Well, you know the WWE way? It sucks. And also, this is funny because a little bit later on, Michael Cole says, no one in sports entertainment cares more about their fans than WWE. Bullshit. I have about 20 years of evidence that says otherwise. Yeah, I'd say a little bit more than that, but yeah, at least. Well, I mean, 2001 was good, really good, and then 2002 was really good. Okay, let's say 15 years. I was about to say, there we go. Um, eh, kind of forgettable tag match. Riot Squad defeat Natty and Lana. I can't even be bothered giving them a team name this week. Uh, I never thought I'd thank Nia Jax for anything, though, but seeing her Samoan drop Lana through the announce table was sweet. Oh, yeah, I was like, um... Like, fuck your thanks. TikTok. <laughs> it was one of those things where you're like you don't know if you want to clap or if you just want to be just like all right whatever yeah but it i was like okay cool thank you you did something uh predictive because it wasn't it wasn't good that was for sure it was productive though uh so main event uh we mentioned keith lee now wears a singlet but retribution interrupt the main event and it makes sense because lee can't win because Orton will obviously be at Clash of Champions and McIntyre can't win because we're, we seem to be protecting Keith Lee right now. So, no contest. Yeah, but they don't have no plans, so let's just protect well, the yeah, guy. They got no plans, but let's just keep him strong just in case we think of something. Not the worst idea. And then next week he's going to be in a jumpsuit. <laughs> and then no jumpsuit. the week after that they're going to give him Kane's old pajamas. Just in black and purple. And in two weeks, he'll wrestle in a suit. <laughs> King Keith. I like it. There you go. <laughs> uh, Retribution, as you said, interrupted the match. And the Hurt Business arrived to confront the Hoodlums, which is kind of confusing, even though it was really cool and badass. But aren't they all heels? 
I was just going to say, wasn't it like the bad guy team taking on the bad guy team? Yeah, I mean, that was such a babyface entrance, and they looked really cool doing it, but they're all heels. And anyway, Retribution outnumbered her business, and then Raw ends with Drew and Lee knocking everybody down with stereo flips to the outside. It, it was right. very much a nitro finish. I mean, that's exactly what I was going to get into. I was like, this is very much like nitro, because... You have, like, the horsemen in the Dungeon of Doom going after the NWO. Yeah. They they seem to do this a lot with Raw because they haven't really got used to not having that extra bit of time anymore. Like, they have to end on three hours. They can't go over. So, like, something happens and it's just cut. Oh, my God. It uh, must be so hard to, to end in three fucking hours. <laughs> When half your content could legitimately be done on your fucking YouTube that you guys love to plug so fucking much. Yeah, maybe we could have saved time by not having Angel Garza flirt with yet another blonde. Yeah, can I stop getting segments of this dude just flirting? Is he or is he not a fucking married man? Like, it was not fine for, much for a little bit. I don't, I don't mind it, you know, if it involves fucking Ivar or whatever at that time. It was funny. It had its moments. Now I'm like, okay, dude, you're a married man. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. He's probably not anymore because she's Mexican. And she ain't oh. playing with that shit. She probably beats his ass uh, on a daily. And also, just why, why Lana? That's so <laughs> random. And what the hell happened to the Bachelorette girl? Not that I'm complaining. Uh, she couldn't, because... They couldn't afford her no more. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining because I didn't know why the hell she was there for so long anyway. I didn't even know who the fuck she was until people started to mention that she was on The Bachelorette or whatever, I and I was like... I didn't even watch the damn show, so no, I don't even... I have no idea who that Me neither. That's all we know her as, The Bachelorette girl. You know what it because is, Because we the, were told that. Yeah, I you know don't remember her name. The stuff? You know what it is, too, with a lot of stuff? Don't mean to cut you guys off. Yeah. Dude, the Lana stuff. Oh, I hate it. And I hate what they're doing with Natalia and the whole thing there with the fact that she's paired with her. I think it absolutely sucks. But I got to say something. I am looking forward to seeing what the Riot Squad do against Shayna and Naya. Because, my God, that Samoan drop. Good night, Lana. <clears throat> also, and one last highlight from Raw is Kit Kat's never looked so good. Ah, our truth. Yes. No, I'm not talking the, about our truth. The Morgan? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a break. You, know, you can take them. all four. Yes. You know there what you the go. best thing about Liv Morgan is? Uh, you really want me to pinpoint one thing? Well, the, the well, one thing that is very true, the fact that she's no longer with how you doing is a good thing. Uh, what what the hell? The best thing. Hey, we, we all make mistakes. Yes. I was about to say, we were all young and dumb. Yeah. Yes, we were. Um, all right. Well, we are in the third week of the promo bowl. We now know that two of our finalists will either be Moses, Chris Maldonado, mm -hmm. the Phoenix, or Chris Durham. Unfortunately, Ronald Hill was unable to compete last week, so we had to give Chris a free pass. I know we hate free passes, but the tournament must go on. It misses uh, the breaks. Yeah. So before you see Mike Jolly take on Alexander Rowan a little bit later on, here's the debut promo you never got to see from Chris Durham.
ladies and gentlemen, introducing to the world the one, the only, Money Maker Chris. Always cashed in and you can bank on that. Promo Bowl 2020. The Money Maker makes his much anticipated debut. And my opponent, Ronald Hill. Or should I call you Ron Ron? Should I call you Ronnie? Mr. Hill. It doesn't matter what I call you. Because you're standing in the way of my ultimate goal. And that's to be the promo bowl champion. You don't stand a chance because you're not on the level of the moneymaker. They haven't built a ladder tall enough to reach my level. But I know what you're thinking. I know what everybody's thinking. I'm the new guy here. I'm the rookie. You're just going to walk all over me. Take advantage of me. Take advantage of the new guy. But let me tell you something. I'm not your everyday average rookie. I'm Michael Jordan. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm LeBron James. All rolled up into one. You have been warned. You have been warned. I'm coming for you, Ronald. I'm going to take you out. And show the world that when it comes to these promos, the moneymaker is the best. See this bat? Give it to me personally. Body icon stand. And with great power comes great responsibility. You're going down. Moneymaker Chris. Cashing out. Uh, so like we say, you will get to see Alexander Rowan versus Mike Jolly a little bit later on. And, of course, there is a break in the Promo Bowl next week as we decide who gets that second chance to take on Moses in his second match of the first round. So, let's talk about Impact. Uh, we kicked it off with a tag team match. Susie and Kylie getting a win over Deanna and Kimberly. We are slowly, slowly going towards her getting back into Sue Young. Yes, we got that little further teasing at the end uh surprising though really that they got the win over the knockouts champion even though she wasn't the one who took the pin well i gotta say this man i think there's also a thing where you like you saw kylie's facials with the whole like Susie, <coughs> Susie. so i mean you know you don't want to see well, her go bash crazy i thought the narrative was that kylie doesn't know that Susie used to be so young well i mean could, could does she really notice anything i love kylie ray but so bubbly so happy <laughs> She's just happy so, to be there. 
Just happy to be here. No, and here's the thing, man. I think with that girl, is a lot of people call her, and she's been called, like, the uh, dollar store Bailey, the whole nine, and Travis has openly said that. But for me, it's hey, one of the things hold on. like... Travis what? is just salty because she retired from AEW and then went to Impact. First, first and foremost, get over it. And number two... <laughs> <laughs> she's a great wrestler. I mean, she's done a lot of work with Rise. She's been all over the place, man. I think well, she with just her. Beat oh, by the way, this week. Yes, she did. But here's the thing: if Jim Cornette buries you on Twitter, then you know you're over. Because yes. Jim Cornette was saying some shit about her, and then she's just like, "Okay, thanks, Jim." And then she just moved on. I'm like, okay, whatever. She she's so optimistic. She is. That's how you gotta be. Smiley, Kylie Ray, and also, you know what else gets me about her, man? Um. Is it is it something visual? No, well, yeah, well, that's not that's yeah. not that bad. But no, <laughs> I'm talking about the fact that you know my favorite song ever, "Ruthless." Well, like, it come on, man, you're not gonna be smiley and then have a song like "Ruthless." Well, double entendres. It, so it was the Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship she defeated Tessa for. Well, that is different. What we have in New York, because you know what we have in New York. What's that? The Warriors of Wrestling. Champ, well, they're not to be confused with the Women's Warriors, but the Warrior of Wrestling that we have okay. on Staten Island. Now, yeah, this is confusing. It is. Very, very confusing. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing this was just completely independent um, because Tessa isn't actually signed to anybody. Nope. So I didn't even Where know she was going? a Warrior Women's Wrestling Champion. Where do you see her going? AEW or WWE? This is the age-old question. Like we say, AEW definitely needs a kick up the backside for its women's division. Um, NXT is is good. Um, obviously, Raw and SmackDown women's division, the dog shit. Mm-hmm. And not, well, obviously, she's not going back to Impact, but their women's division is building really well. I mean, the obvious place for it to go would be AEW, plus Daddy's there. Daddy's there. Daddy was He is there. He is there. Daddy wasn't there, but he is there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It Obviously, it's going to be AEW or NXT if she does go, if she does actually sign with anybody. Well, for me, if you put her on NXT and she could go against the likes of, you know, Friggin' Io Shirai, Shotzi Blackheart, or whoever. I think there's a match there. And, and you know if WWE, she goes to WWE, they want to get that match with Charlotte. Yeah, and it, well, it wouldn't make sense to stay on the indie circuit right now because shit is still going on. Um, yes. So the yeah. best security would be to sign with a big company. Mm-hmm. Well, for a while, wasn't she rumored to be heading straight to WWE because she wasn't going to match with AEW's women's roster? And Mark Henry was trying to get her a job on Busted Open Radio, but the fact of the matter is she chose Impact. Mm. And I think that was one of the reasons why they didn't take a look at her after her match with Kyrie Sane after the Mae Young Classic, because they thought she had an attitude problem. Well, I mean, if you saw what happened with her in Impact, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, apparently Kylie is the second Warrior Wrestling Women's Champion, so that much means Tessa was the only one. Yes, solo. Okay, so that was, Solo that, was, that was her belt. That was her belt. It was mine. All mine. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see where she goes. Uh, we have more knockouts action with 
uh, Kiara and Tasha. They're still trying to be the best grooms, women, men, whatever. Grooms, so, men, women, yeah, grooms. It, it's 2020. You can be what you want. Um, Bravo. You can do what you want to do. Simply okay. to get out of the conversation, Bravo chooses the first person he sees to be his best man. Falaba. <laughs> but the funny thing the about way. it was Falaba acted like he'd known all along that he's going to be the best man. And he was so cool with it. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I don't mean to laugh at you, but did you realize what you said when you were talking about Kier Hogan and Tasha Steele when you said it's 2020, you can be what you want to be? That reminded me of you could do what you want to do and live in color. <laughs> wow. What? Come on. That was a great show. Almost sounds like it could be kind of I didn't say it wasn't. Thing. Don't hate. say it wasn't. You're just a plethora of, of, of the oddest uh, information one man has ever occurred of. Yeah, yeah, man. Whatever. White, white baby, but, man. Jim Carrey. But it still <laughs> took us five or ten minutes to connect two actors on Monday. <laughs> Tuesday. That is true. <laughs> that, that, that it was. Well, I mean, I had the most um, like obscure ones, and you had friggin' Bill and Ted over there. So, yeah. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart really hasn't... Well, she has been in a lot of films, but not with many famous people. Uh, just give me Melissa Joan Hart, period, sir. Just yes. not in that movie. No. Yo... I mean, I'll be honest with you, and not. And we'll get back to Impact in a second, but yo, if you've not seen Twisted Desire, watch that shit. Moses Marquez, watch Twisted Desire with Melissa Joan Hart. I will look it up. Evil All Sabrina. Right. Evil. Evil Sabrina. Evil, Evil Sabrina. Sabrina. Serious question. Yes? Do the Dinas still not know that it was Crazy Steve who took their beer? Took their beer! Because they no. faced Triple XL again this week. And then they lost. And they, yeah, and they lost again. But it, it was on TV. Crazy Steve admitted to it. It was clear as day there, Mr. Cody and Jake Diener. Uh, we also haven't so seen Crazy Steve read. for a couple of weeks. Because he's blind. Yeah, but he's always been blind. We just never knew. Now we know. Now we know. Now, now, he now can't we know when he disappeared. Now he, can't, now he can't walk around anywhere because he's so blind. He's probably still in some other town. Unless he's still Morbia. That oh, hey. <laughs> maybe he is in the back just collecting beer, collecting the beer. Uh, really enjoyed TJP versus Trade. It was a lot of chain wrestling. It was just transition after transition after counter after counter after dodge after dodge. Man, you can dodge a wrench. Yeah, dodge if, you a ball. D- if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge <laughs> TJP. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, it's TJP's uh, thing right now, working with the you know New Japan and shit. So I'm sure transitions and arm drags like crazy is all he's working on. Yeah. Hey, man. When you've been wrestling since you were like 15 and what TJP has done, you can't go wrong. Yeah. And now he's 16. (laughs) You're 16. (laughs) Well, he looks like it anyway. (laughs) He really does. That, like, just being covered in tattoos does not help your baby face, bro. (laughs) I swear to God, you belong in high school. It's not as bad as Jack Gallagher. No. Just thrown no. on all those tattoos, and no, but no, you're, he, you're he still le- a scrawny white guy. He legitimately went up to the 2K guys and said, "Okay, <laughs> can you guys design me a tattoo that you would put in the game?" And then they did it, and he's like, "Okay, cool. Now, can you spray paint me it?" And they did. Well, he got heat for that because he got all tattoos in WWE. Yeah, he got, he got heat, for but he got heat for worse things afterwards. That is true. That is very true. But yo. When it comes to that man, I also just like Rohit Raju as the Heel X Division champion. I need some more Rohit. Yeah, well, that was a thing later on. Chris Bay demanded a rematch with Rohit, and Rohit managed to talk his way out of it, like he always does, by encouraging Daisy. the three of them to fight it out next week. The friggin' Daisy hit man, man. 
Love that dude. He's he's he, he's so good at talking. He's like, you know, you remember you know Mandungus Fletcher in the Harry Potter films. Yes, he's like him. Okay, he's a calm I can see man. that. He's a calm man. He's he's sleazy. It ain't easy. It ain't easy sleazy. being sleazy. But it's hip to be Rohit. It's hip to be Rohit. Uh, now, Pro- doesn't have the same. Sorry, doesn't no, have, the, doesn't same, have the same. It's hip thing to too. be square. American Psycho. Huey Lewis in the news. Top of the charts. Hey, Carl. Kills him. The promo segment of the night was, of course, Rich Swan. 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 Uh, making his Swan. way to the ring. Bow for glory. Swan. You're not supposed to be here. You're retired. You're retired. Bow for glory. You're retired. Bow for glory. You're retired. Ah! (laughs) Just in case you weren't aware, people, that's Eric Young. Um, I was going to say, is that for the people who aren't awake? Yes. That was all he said, though, was for you to come down. Scott, don't give him the match. You're retired. Swan, Swan, you should have never came back. Swan. Bow for glory. Swan. Bow for glory. Swan. Hey, they're both in Carolina. Chavez just woke up like, what the hell was that? Right. What the hell was that? He's <laughs> all, oh, shit, I missed the cow. <laughs> I'm out here looking at these gators. I'm out here looking for Edge. No, the squirrels, not gators. Oh, yeah, squirrels climbing up the pole with donuts from Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's the thing though. That's what I love because he's just so over the top with it. You're gonna regret this, Swan. Yeah, well, just wait till they get audiences back in, and he has to use a microphone. Oh my microphone stand. Microphone. No, but I mean, stand uh, <laughs> well, he won't need one. What do you mean? Exactly. He'll <laughs> still hear him in the fucking bathrooms. Uh, uh, Scott the so... just like Eric. If you let me finish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Team Canada. So uh, he's pleading with Scott Demore to let him wrestle at Bound for Glory. Demore tries tries to reason with him like he's nowhere close to being cleared. Um, and it's not like you said. It's not until Ey interrupts and shoves Demore down. Swan actually flies at him too, on one good leg. Mm-hmm. Um, Demore finally agrees to let Swan wrestle at Bound for Glory. So he's got when is Bound for Glory? I know it's next month, but what's the date? I believe it's October twentieth. Okay, so he's literally got like three or four weeks to get ready. All, all he needs happen. is Randy Orton to kick him in the face. Wouldn't it be something <laughs> to happen when? Oh, my apologies. Not October 20th. October 24th. Okay, so yeah, he's got like four or five weeks. But as of right now, we don't have a confirmed venue for it because, well, duh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'd Unfortunately. Just, just keep it where you are. Yeah, just... Do it in Nashville, where you're doing the damn thing. Uh, it's probably the first year as well that we can't make fun of them for having Bound for Glory in a small venue because they don't need a big venue. Nobody needs a big venue it's, anymore. Nobody needs a big venue right now. By the way, rest in peace, Barry Scott. Yes. Man. Fucking Darth Vader-like voice on that guy. Yeah. TNA. We are wrestling. Mm. You know, mm. if... If James Earl Jones didn't want to do this Lion King remake last year, they could have easily got Barry Scott. That is true. He? What do you mean? He didn't want to do it. Did you watch that fucking movie? He didn't give a shit. <laughs> Simba, cross the line. Oh, TNA, cross the line. 
Uh, you know what I'm saying? That guy has had so many great openings, you know. Oh, he, yeah. oh the current one. He is a former two-time, multiple-time champion, a former Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle is bound for glory. Whatever he said, like, oh, they, that hype, that voiceover for Kurt Angle's debut in 2006, that's what made that for me. Yeah. And, of course, the old, the original Bound for Glory opening. Yesterday we were. Today we have become. There you go. What a voice. Um, Brian Myers versus Willie Mack, part three. Oh, my dude lost. Yes, Mack finally got a win, despite Myers trying to cheat once again. The world's um, most professional wrestler. Yeah, well, we say he finally got a win, but now they're two and one. Yeah, so like, we need, really. We need another two matches. Of course. <laughs> the ongoing feud of Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens, and Willie Mack. They, yeah, they may as well have just said it's going to be a best of five series. Uh, kind of randomly though Havoc attacked Rosemary backstage um, actually had quite a lot happen backstage in this segment because Moose Moose then Moose. then demanded Scott Demore poor Scott Demore is getting a lot of demands this week um, he demands Scott Demore take action against EC3 EC3 sends another message and Moose makes a phone call to what we're supposed to believe is Chris Jericho mm-hmm. um, and asks what he did when he won that title, and it was stolen on the first night. <laughs> low blow, Moose. Low blow. Oh, and I can tell man. you exactly what he did. He got in the hot tub with a little bit of the bubbly and cut a promo. That's what he did. That is what he did. Um, and then a funny segment backstage. Rhino sneaks Heath into <clears throat> the building. Um, this leads to a lamb wrestling contest a little bit later on. Rhino doesn't want his back to the door, a la Bill Hickok. Uh, mm-hmm. And while Rhino distracts Hernandez, he steals the money from the table. Speaking of Bill Hickok, the the cards that he was holding when he was shot, of course, became known as Dead Man's Hand. What the hell happened to that Aces and H reunion tease? Did, did they just get D'Lo Brown to do that tease just for the hell of it? Yes. Yes. That sucks. <laughs> I want to see Aces and Ace, and I want to see him be successful this time. Hey, well, yeah, but anything but West Briscoe. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. Oh, or speaking, speaking of Briscoe. Yes. Jerry Briscoe's gone. I, well, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I know he's been there for a while, but what the hell else are you going to do with Jerry Briscoe? Well, he's got the mind for the business. He's, you know, he, maybe he was very helpful backstage. Yeah, now AEW will pick him up. I mean, up. so long as he ain't doing fucking evening gown matches anymore, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good too. But yeah, now AEW will pick him up. Or, you know, winning the 24 title. Winning the 24 oh, yes. title. The hardcore title, yeah. Oh, oh you know what man, it was that match with Pat Patterson was awful. King of the Ring 2000, brother. Oh. King of the Ring 2000. Oh. But no, what the thing with him is too, like when they first brought in his kid to developmental, I'm like, okay. West Briscoe signed a WWE Elemental. Then he gets released, and then he friggin' goes to Impact as a part of the Isles and Ites. Yeah. And then friggin' Kurt Angle puts him over on pay-per-view, and I'm like, I love Kurt Angle, but out of all the people, West Briscoe. I mean, the, yes. the potential was there. It just, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared, Kurt. Nobody, nobody cared, cared because it was supposed to be this big unveiling with Aces Knights, and everybody knew it was coming. 
And you got people like, you know what it is, too? Because they see Nux, and it's like, oh, it's just Mike Nux. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or Doc Gallows. Not, well, obviously, he's Doc Gallows, and he's great now, but it's like they look at Doc Gallows. Oh, it was Festus. Yeah, back then, he was a nobody. Yes. Uh, well, oh, something else happened backstage. Um, yeah. Tennille has her photo shoot with Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. Interrupted yes. by Jordan Grace. Uh, and who informs Tennille as politely as possible that they have a match next week. Because Tennille was supposed to show up to work this week, but what she meant was a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. With Caleb That's with a K. That's still work, bro. Yeah, it's still work. This is work. We're not getting paid for it, though. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, unless anybody's feeling generous, you know. Hey. <laughs> Go it our way, man. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Uh, and then, of course, main event. Well, actually, we skipped Taya versus Kiara. Sorry, Travis. Oh. We almost skipped Kiara Hogan. Um, and she won? Yeah, but super aggressive Taya. Uh, I don't think Kiara even got any offense until Tasha interfered. Until the Boricua badass kicked her in the face. Yeah. Poor Taya. Well, mm-hmm. she, she... Actually, poor Rosemary as well, because Taya was distracted and angry that Rosemary didn't come to the ring with her. I don't think she knew that Havoc attacked Rosemary backstage. True. You know what I do like about Kiara Hogan's finish, though? It's... Well, it's basically a suplex. Yeah, it's kind of like a spinning fisherman buster like Tyson Kidd used to do, Perry Saturn, the three-handle credenza. I love yeah. it. Uh, and, of course, main event was the eight-man tag. I, I don't know what it is. I just hate eight-man tags. It's because Kevin Nash tore his quad in that one in 2002. Well, I'm not surprised, but no. it's just, <laughs> There's just too much going on. I The only time I enjoy eight-man tags is Survivor Series. Yes, makes sense. Um, but I digress. The finish was good, though. Like, the North um, should have had the win. Austin tags himself in at the very last moment and steals a pin. And then both teams are kind of arguing. For some reason, I don't know why um, the guns and what freaking gals, yeah, gals and yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just everybody seems everybody seems to be angry at each other, and everybody wants the tag titles, man. Richest prize. Yeah, I can understand the North being angry with uh, Austin and Folsom because Austin stole the win. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway. That's Impact. Now for the penultimate match in the first round of the promo bowl. It is Heavy Metal Jesus, Mike Jolly, versus the Watchdog, Alexander Rowan. Now entering the promo dome is a man searching for his first victory and an entity who's a mystery to us all. It's fellow podcast host Mike Jolly taking on the hack-happy watchdog Alexander Rowan making his official promo debut. So, Alexander Wolf, you like to be a hacker. 
You like to hide. We don't know who you are. But, you know, I was doing the hacking thing before you were even a little blip in your mommy and daddy's sex life. Okay, so here's the thing. You like to hide yourself. You like to say you're, you are anonymous. You like to say that you're a hacker. You know what? I was doing the hacking thing long before you were even thought of, boy. You like to say, you like to do voices on some app or some program. But you know what? I'm kind of pissed off right now because I'm dealing with something in real life, okay? I'm dealing with fires here. Wildfires. I'm having to evacuate my family. My family comes first to me. Okay? So, you know what? You're nothing but a scared little boy. You say you're a hacker. What do you hack? You hack nothing as far as I'm concerned. You could hack wood. You could hack limbs. Oh, wait. You're a hacker. You're nothing compared to what I've dealt with in my life. My life story can put you in tears, boy. Hell. Your little target that you put on me. My co-worker's four-year-old granddaughter can draw better than you. Okay. You've done nothing but piss me off. And when I get pissed off, you gotta worry about him. He doesn't want to come out to play. But you gotta worry about me. Yeah, I wear the Los Ingobernables de Japón hat, but you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, I may have a blemish on my nose here, but forget that. You've really pissed me off, boy. You want to know what real hacking is? Get in line. You're nothing like the people I know. Go on 4chan. Talk to Anonymous. Anonymous I'm very familiar with. You're nothing. Try me. Come to me when you become a real hacker. Then maybe I'll be impressed. Until then, you're nothing but a Bush League wannabe. Until next time, go to hell. I'll see you soon. Bye bye.
jolly. It is my absolute pleasure in having you as my first opponent. First thing first. I hope that you are staying safe with all the bad shit that's happening in your state. While you're being safe, I need you to do something for me. I need you to re-evaluate what you are doing in these competitions instead of being a knockoff version of Phoenix and the Demoness, be more original. That is something that I am here to do. I'm here to show you all that there is more than a monster. I am here to show you all what originality is. I'm here to reveal truth. I'm not trying to be brutal, I'm not trying to bully, and I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but I'm here to reveal the truth, which means I have to reveal your truth. You want to become promo champion one day, then be more original. Do not hide in the shadows like everyone else. You have serious potential of being one of the best promo cutters this order has. But, you will never get to that point unless you become original. Also, for everyone else in this tournament, I am here to reveal the truth on every last one of you. Mr. Marquez, he does a very great job at promoting. And that is something that we are all here to do, is to promote something. But, how far can you get promoting, I'm hungry, I'm here for what is mine, the same story all over and over and over. Many of you have become a broken record, and that's why in each one of my promos, for the rest of this tournament, there will be something different. And this one is something that you've kind of seen before. In the next one, I will do a legit video, and I will not hide behind a picture, and I will face you all face to face. This is how you promote. I am promoting this tournament by declaring myself the winner already. I'm telling you all what I'm going to do. And at the end of the day, you all will not be able to stop me. 
control my own narrative. Now, before we get into NXT, thank you to those that checked out the new show from myself and Mike Larkin, the Netflix podcast. All kinds of discussion on movies of yesteryear, with a new topic for each episode exclusively to YouTube on both the Max Racing channel and Andre Corbeil's channel. Check it out now if you haven't, and remember to push the little red button. And friggin' 1BR followed us, man. Yes. 1BR gave us a compliment. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, 1BR. You're welcome. Ah, oh, 1BR. Love you. So, the Wednesday Night War returned this week, and it made me realize how much I really appreciated them being on different nights the last two weeks. Yes. Uh, NXT, you definitely need to go back to Tuesdays and stay there. Well, don't worry, because next week, uh, AEW will be on Tuesday. Well, I missed the first match on Dynamite, because I could have sworn it was Thursday this week. So I was like, okay, get NXT No, that was only if the Clippers won. Ah, See, nobody... And guess what? They lost. Sucks to be you Clippers fans. Nobody... They should have just kept it as Thursday, you know. Oh, we may put it on a different day just in case. Just... No. Com- eh. Anyway, but if it was on Thursday, then we couldn't have discussed it right now. We'd be waiting for, to I was watch about it tonight. To say, I, was, <laughs> I was watching the playoffs, so I was getting constant updates. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So, like, I had NXT ready to go, and then... I also saw Dynamite popping up, and I was like, wait a minute, it's not on tonight, it's on tomorrow. Ah, crap. So, yeah, I missed the first match, which was FTR defeating Jurassic Express. In a banger. It was, oh, man. Now we're going to have to go back and watch it. It was such (laughs) a great open. It was, like, we were ranting and raving about it so much. Harold swears it was up and down that it was a four-star. Robert Davis said it was four-star. They killed it for a team for a team that's never gone against each other. They had awesome chemistry and fucking Jungle Boy is a star. So if you both say four stars, Meltzer's gonna say like nine stars. Probably. <laughs> He's gonna say it was the best opening match of all of professional wrestling history. Prob no, because it's not in the dome. Ah, yeah, well, yeah, you're probably right. The dome makes all the difference. Oh yeah, and we ain't talking you about the Thunder Dome. No, not the Thunderdome. The Tokyo Dome. You know what I hate about the Thunderdome is when they open the show, you got the... They give you fucking guidelines of what to do oh, and what not well, to wear, and I can't that, do shit. That too, yeah. I'm sure there was a dude in, a, in an Austin t-shirt on Raw, and he took a vape, and the next thing he was on a different screen. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I saw you, that. You can't have that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So what's going to happen when I drink my beer? Are you guys going to fucking move me? <laughs> Unless it's light. It, Oh, nope. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Not around here, buddy. What's that? Whiskey? Put him at the back. <laughs> you put him in the back. Oh, but, uh, no, what I hate Where's about it is shirt? they do the show intro, and then it goes inside the Thunderdome, and it goes really quiet, and then there's this thunder strike, and I'm like, wait, is somebody coming out? Is it? Is it The Undertaker? Well, oh, no, it's just a stupid thunder sound effect. And then the music Wait, starts sure. up again. But... Luckily, NXT is not in the Thunderdome. It's back at full sale. And I don't know. I kind of, I kind of would like to see it in the Thunderdome. Eh. Maybe just for like one episode, or maybe even like a pay per view. Yeah, maybe, like maybe their, just their, their next takeover. That'd be cool. And I still don't understand why the next takeover is a week after <laughs> Clash of Champions instead of the weekend of Survivor Series. Because we got time to fill, bud. Man. We got times to fill. We, we, we 
I mean, you'd think Vince would prefer to have two pay-per-views two days, well, one day apart, because he just loves throwing pay-per-views at us. Um, that he does. But I can, all, I can definitely attest to NXT kicking off with a banger, because Shotzi and Neil killed it. Oh, they killed each other. Yes. Well, I mean, Shotzi almost killed it herself before the match. Oh. That fucking, what was, uh, was it a German on the apron? Eek. That one was bad. Yeah, she also cut that great promo uh, on Twitter before the show. And just, how many times did she staple herself in the chest? Five. Crazy. It didn't even, like, fucking blink. Oh, no. No, not, uh... Not a flinch, not a blink. I don't even think she breathed. <laughs> I mean... Hey. I love that effing promo. Yeah. Uh, how do we sign her up for the promo bowl? Oh, my God. She would okay, be well, if she's in, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a promo battle. Shit there's, a, there's a promo battle for you, her and Brittany Savage. Hello. Well, I, I was thinking Shotzi versus the Demoness. That, too. That, too. Oh, yeah. Who's going to out crazy the other? Yeah. That's true. Staples. That makes sense. <laughs> Staples. That's cute. Here's a nail gun. Whoa. Right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know uh, what it is, too? And I think a lot of people don't realize it. Well, I mean, we talked about that freaking Tope Suicida where she almost killed herself, for God's sake. But with her, like, she's always done, like, those type of matches. She wrestled a lot like Delilah Doom on the indies, and she's wrestled a lot with the Rise promotion, did what she did. But, yeah, she's always been the one that goes balls to the wall, being the ballsy badass. Look at me. I got green hair. I got a Viking helmet. Oh! You gotta love her. Take care of business. Yeah, it's cool. Taking care of business. Uh, she, she almost had it a couple of times as well during the match. Very strong submission game from Shotzi, but Eo finishes yes. it off with the over-the-moon moonsault. Knees first into the chest. They tried to say it was her shins, but damn it, that was knees first. That was all onto the ribs, and I screamed, ouch. Yeah, but I thought Shotzi liked pain. Yeah, but fuck, <laughs> I mean... Let her like the pain all she wants. All I know is it was just it, like, fuck, dude, maybe it's a broke ribs on that one. Because that looked like it hurt. It was knees first, straight into the staple wounds. Oh, yeah, because uh, <laughs> I was already inflicted. Uh, it was nice to see EO help her to her feet after the match. So they, 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 there's still some love there. I'd say she was on her level. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I think Shotty's a strong contender for this year's Maxi for breakout style. Hey, she's, I mean, she went from being this jobber to somebody we can't stop talking about. Exactly. Well, I mean, Travis has never been able to stop talking about her, but that's a different story. I was going to say, well, that's just <laughs> Travis's Hall of Fame right there. <laughs> give give her all the maxis. What, even male of the year? Give them all. Give, give them all. <laughs> you know what? No, cut them in half and give the other half to Kara Hogan. Well, we can't give her all because one of them is the Meltzer Award for Wanker of the Year. Yeah, and it's not going to be Okay, then, that goes, then that, that'll go to Travis for what, for looking at pictures of both Shotzi and uh, Kira Hogan. <laughs> okay. Well, you know who the wanker of the year would be? Anybody that friggin' bought her poo. Ugh. Travis. That shit. If Travis only knew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if he would have been around for the sale. What, are you kidding? It's hey. in a mason jar right now. Hey, there's there can be, <laughs> there can be things worse, like Sonny on OnlyFans. Uh, people still pay for that. Eh, yes, they do. Still pay for that. Wow. I would have paid for it in 96, 97. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was some people that, 
there was also people that used to go go with her and like spoon with her in the hotel room in the jammies. If those remember that, let me cuddle with Sunny. Woo, yeah, woo. only half the roster. What the fuck? You've never seen the picture of the guy cuddling her in the hotel room where they would do like that thing. You never seen that. Let me shit? put it to you like this: If I'm cuddling, there's you better be going more dying. Okay, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the fuck's happening. Hey, I'm not man. laying in the bed with you. We're not doing it at all. First and foremost, I'm just happy that you didn't drool so much when we were talking about Jordan Grace before. Hey. Hey. Trust me, I, I went, that was half the reason why I fucking went off on a thing, because I was like, hey, you want to cuddle with her. First and foremost, there's nothing wrong with cuddling. You got a problem with cuddling? I don't have a problem with cuddling. She would bench press me, though, knowing her. Speaking, yeah, that is true. Speaking of A, not that I'm complaining, but wasn't Rob Van Damme and Katie Forbes' show supposed to be on Impact this week? It was, but fuck them. Oh, I must have been cut out with the version I watched. And thank you, whoever cut it out. Yeah, friggin', I don't want... I mean, like I said, as someone who has spoken and interviewed Katie Forbes, she's a lovely, lovely woman. But, you know, for the love of God, no. No. Just stop it. Stop right now. Thank you very much. You may use a UK reference to as he dangerously... I'm talking about the Spice Girls. Yep. I would not want to be like five. You know what that means? I don't want to slam dunk to funk on that ass. You don't want to slam dunk to funk? I love that song, but I don't want to do it on Katie Forbes. If you got oh, that, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That. Wow. You, um, know what, you know what happened after that, right? You want to know what happened after that? They got down? Sure. Yeah, besides that. Yeah, that's all the five songs I know. <laughs> no. What happened was RVD thought it was too bright in the room, so he said, baby, when the lights go out, they turn it down, man. Uh, Knowing Rob, he likes them with the lights on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's squinting the whole time anyway, but... <laughs> no, that's oh. not a squint, bro. <laughs> well, first of all, you would know, Mr. I friggin' missed the Thunderdome because I had a stoner nap. What the fuck, man? Dude, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I swear to God. So I came home from work. My wife's like, are you really going to do this Thunderdome thing? She's like, do you? Do we need to be quiet? I'm like, my mic's not going to be on. It's just going to be the camera. And she's like, okay, cool. And I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go take a shower and all this and that. Well, like shower turned into some shower and some extra activities, which is how I unwind. And then I was going to like hang out, have my beard and kick it. Well, my son ended up taking a late nap and I had to help put him to sleep. I laid down. I did not realize I was going to be the one taking a nap. I woke up at like 6.30, and I was like, I wonder if they'll still let me in. Nope. Your ass has to be fucking 15 minutes early. What a bunch of pisses. Yeah. That's, and then they give you a, a fucking list of guidelines, like, you know, try to have, they're going to give you the thumbs up and the thumbs down. You need to have headphones in because you're going to be listening to fucking stupid teeth all fucking night long. No, you know. You know you. And then it was like, you can't, it has to all be WWE official, like, clothing. Otherwise, yeah, they'll move you. So, like, I, I was just going to say, fuck it, dude. I was going to wear my underboss shirt. Like, I don't give a shit what the fuck you guys say. But then I passed the fuck out, so that didn't help me. <laughs> if you have to wear, I, I, heard, I heard about that. I know the Bucky Beaver teeth motherfucker is in the goddamn thing in your ear talking about cheer, boo, wear the WWE shirt. Yeah. That's why I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to do the Thunderdome. Okay, it pumps looks like down now, everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's it's a fun. It looks like a fun experience, but it's just like, 
it's it's kind of sucks at the same time. That it's so awful. Yeah, I don't want to be told what to do. That's the point of going to a wrestling show. I'm going to have my own feels. And you have to wear the WWE t-shirt. You have to wear a WWE t-shirt. You know what? That's fine. I have a, I have a Daniel Bryan shirt and I haven't worn in a while. I'll wear that. Yeah. I'll give you know, give me somebody I actually like, a D-Bry. Maybe I won't wear Seth. Mm. And then the rest of them are faded as all fuck. So D-Bry it is. Yeah, you know maybe if they Kane, lasted longer. I got a Kane Velasquez shirt. You think they'll oh, kick that... me off for my Kane Velasquez shirt? No, because Kane Velasquez wrestled in WWE, so yeah, I think you're okay. As long as you wrestle in WWE. You know who was a wrestler in WWE? You saw that tweet. Daz, you got pissed. Oh, fuck Snooki. Eh, but she's eligible <laughs> for the Celebrity Hall of Fame. Yeah, she is. Oh, gross. And my son thinks I'm a wrestler. Yeah, that's cute, but you're not. <laughs> you're really you not. You know what? Huh? She, she could stay on Jersey Shore because she's hilarious on that show, but other than that, I don't give a fuck. Well, first and foremost, she had a background, I think, in what, cheerleading or gymnastics, and that was the smart thing that they did at that WrestleMania. She only did one goddamn move, and it was okay. And that's eligible for Hall of Fame. It is. <clears throat> Drew Carey got eliminated right. himself. Drew Carey tried to pay off Kane. That is Hall of Fame worthy. Yes. <laughs> that is definitely Hall of Fame worthy. You stand in the middle of the ring against Kane, and you're like, you know what, let me pull up some money right here. <laughs> to quote the Phoenix, I'll accept that. Um, Kane won't. Man, we only really discussed one segment in both shows. A very confusing thing happened on AEW. Matt Hardy, who is currently nursing a concussion and should be at home, was attacked backstage. God, fuck this guy. What the fuck was he doing there? He's just, I'm going to stand here and get hurt. He's like the old dude that fucking fell off of his walker. He needs fucking life alert. Like, Jesus Christ. Matt Hardy's turned into Peter Griffin. Ah, and everybody's watching. Everybody. I love how fucking Jericho and them, he's like, oh, what happened? Holding the bat like a fucker. <laughs> I guess you're not very lucky this week, Matt Hardy. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, his luck is I get hurt all the fucking time. Yeah. That's not luck, man. <laughs> That's not luck. Hi, I'm Matt Hardy, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> you fucking ain't right. <laughs> Fucking A right. Uh, and this is called Concrete Head. <laughs> Fucking concrete head. <laughs> and then they let him keep they let him keep going. The fucking doc's like, no, you're fine. And it's like, uh what? I still can't get over that. That you had an obvious concussed guy. You let him climb a fucking scaffold. Yeah. Because we gotta get to the finish, brother. But he literally said last week he's gonna go home, heal up, and come back and chase the title. So why the hell was he there this week? He don't need to chase the fucking thing other than his fucking car ride home. First and foremost, you really don't want to see him in the TNT or AEW World Championship picture. Don't he you? he doesn't need to be in any title picture unless they decide they want to make a fucking trios title or something and he can win it with fucking private party other than that i am i am 100 percent done with matt hardy and AEW. once he got like he him showing up it was like okay well he'll be fucking damascus and it'll be the broken gimmick the way we want to see it and then that went away and then he you know they reignited the feud with him and sammy and it's fine it was fine and then all out happened and the absolute fucking uh, reality of this guy has bad health is, you know, come into play. And now it's like, you know what, dude? 
thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, Matt, like, Matt's new gimmick is basically Mr. Glass. Yeah. He can't do a fucking thing. Uh, okay, well, man, so much happened on Raw and Impact and everything. We, we're running out of time on the Wednesday Night War, so let's just go through the highlights. Um, Champa destroys Desmond Troy. Uh, and he's going to face Jake Atlas next week. The strange thing was Champa attacked Atlas later on outside, and he gets stopped by Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, that was fucking weird as all fuck. What the hell is Kyle doing? Yeah, out of all the people to suck him, Kyle O'Reilly. Just like, is Kyle well, O'Reilly I mean, the I, leader of the locker room? I guess. Shocked the system. I'm about to say, did the whole Undisputed Era actually turn face when, when Cole and fucking Ballard two-sweeted each other? I guess. That was the sign of, okay, I guess we're going to have a face Undisputed Era. I think. Shock the system. Well, they shocked the fuck out of me. Yeah. Uh, Austin Fury had an open challenge, was which was accepted by Kushida. So basically, it's week two of Kushida beating the shit out of an alleged sex pest. Thank Love you. <laughs> Thank you. I fucking hate Austin Theory with a passion. Kushida put a whooping on that boy. Hoverboard. Fuck him. And he came out and said, fucking entrance, I'm beating your ass, bud. Yeah. Oh, Man, I love this new Kushida. Beating, beating the sex pests. Uh, welcome back to <laughs> NXT, Austin Theory. Welcome back. And we tease him a lot, rightfully so. Welcome back. Yeah. Um... Oh, poor Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. It was just so funny because the camera went backstage and showed Killian Dane just watching the match, not giving a fuck. Not giving a shit. (laughs) Until Regal's like, are you really going to let him go through that on his own? (laughs) You want me me to go to the ring? I'd go to the ring. And all he did was just plump Maverick back in the ring and say, take your loss like a man. Pretty much. I did love the, like the whole thing while Drake's outside. He's like, well, you know, we're going to be good tag partners. And, you know, but he punched me in the face a couple times. And uh, and I don't have his phone number. Do you have his phone number? I don't know how to get a hold of him. I'm like, what the fuck? You're going to team with this fucking guy? You can't get his fucking number? What? You don't have him on Facebook or nothing? You piece of shit. What was Drake concussed? Because, I mean, Dane's dropped him several times now. And he clearly doesn't want to team with him. be my tag? And he just keeps pushing him and pushing him, saying, we're a tag team now. No, he's, he's going to punch you again. Stop stop touching him. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> he's a big, giant man that will hurt you. <laughs> uh, next week, we are getting the Gauntlet Eliminator uh, for an NXT title shot. So it's basically... Is this going to be a whole fucking two-hour match? It's basically like a Royal Rumble, except you can only be eliminated by pin or submission. It's how many people are going to be in it? It's, it's yeah, saying. he didn't say. It, it, it's the, the whole fucking roster. All, all it said was the roster is too big for a simple number one contenders match. That's fine. I like this. This is going to be interesting. But like, my question is: is how many dudes are we going to get? I would say ten or twenty. Especially if it's cool. if it's elimination by pen or submission, and there's going to be some significant damage done to everybody, so they can't have too many. Oh yeah. See who the Iron Man would be kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, over on AEW, uh, I was kind of disappointed there was no confrontation between Omega and Paige, even though Omega was there for commentary for a Paige's match. 
but okay. Kazarian and Hangman killed it. Awesome match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just surprised there was no competition. And even after the match, you know, Paige just has himself a beer, and then we're going to go to the next segment. No, he didn't. No, he didn't have himself a beer. He fucking drank a White Claw. <laughs> I swear to God, unless there's, like, a fucking logo out there that looks very similar to that, when I, I tried to zoom in and, like, my eye-wise the best I could because I'm very curious of but what kind of beer people drink. And I swear to God, that was a White Claw logo on the fucking side of that goddamn can. Maybe they were page wises. There you go. That's cool too. I like that. Uh, MJF squashed Sean Dean within seconds with an armbar and claims Loved to be it. the undefeated, undisputed, uncrowned world champion. And I'm, I, I know there's been some comparisons to EC3 with this whole campaign thing. And didn't EC3 do something similar, like undefeated, undisputed, un- uncrowned? Or am I, or am I thinking of unbent, unbowed, unbroken? No, I think it was 2015 when he was doing the thing because, you know, he's the uncrowned champ, but then he finally won it back in the whole nine thing with Matt Hardy and then the whole thing with Kurt Angle, so I think you're correct. Yeah. There you go. Trouble, 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 trouble. For some reason, Taz endorses Lance Archer and encourages him to give Brian Cage the first shot when he beats Mox for the AEW World title. Mox makes his way to the ring but gets jumped by Cage and Ricky Starks. Mox is saved by a chair swinging Will Hobbs. No, Will Hoss. Hoss. I thought it was Hobbs. My bad. No, his name is Hobbs, but I will. I have renamed him Hoss because he is a Hoss. Will Hoss. That sounds Will better. Hoss. See, you see how, see how much better of a name that sounds? Uh, that Big Will Hoss. It does. Well, not well. First and foremost, not to be confused with Charlie Hoss. No, he's a Hoss too. He's a Hoss, but. <laughs> Okay. He's built like well, a brick like shit, Hoss. He is. And I like Will Hobbs. I'm glad that they signed him because he's got a lot of potential. Even fucking Moxley called him a Hoss. Hoss. And then he fucking joke. told Darby Allen, get your crazy ass to Jacksonville <laughs> next week. <laughs> and I fucking laughed. By the way, that is another Moism, by the way. We do talk about everybody's isms on this show. That is a Moism. Hoss. Yes, it is. Love that word. Yes, it is. Absolutely love that word. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, it's a six-man tag next week. And also next week, we got Brody Lee defending the TNT Championship against Orange Cassidy. We got oh, Diamante. He's going to try. Uh, he's he's going to try. try and go for the TNT Championship. It'd be so funny if he wins, though. Oh, I'd fucking pop like crazy. Um, Diamante and Ivelisse take on Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. Ooh. Can I just fun. say... I love the fact that she's in this. I love me some Thunder Rosa. Yeah, it's nice yeah, to see uh, a nice little working relationship with NWA. Hmm? Yeah, we just need more. We need some Nick Aldis. We need some uh, some Trevor Murdoch. Oh, God. You know what it is with Trevor Murdoch? Here's the thing. I like Biscuits Trevor Murdoch, gravy. but every time... No, but that that's... that What? Biscuits and gravy. Don't tell me he don't like it as well. All right, but I'm... he's from Waxahachie, Texas, and you're talking about you know, biscuits okay, and gravy. Okay, then barbecue ribs. All right, thank you. <laughs> you could strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back. I'm just <laughs> see. Anytime I think of Trevor Murdoch, and I love him and Kay when they were the tag team and champs in the whole nine. Yeah. Every time I think of Trevor Murdoch solo, I just think of I got friends in long places when he was singing on TV for a little bit, and then he was friggin' an impact trying to get the friggin' gauntlet and the bounty on Abyss, and he was Jethro Holiday. Jethro Holiday. 
I just keep thinking of how Cornette made that joke about or him fucking with the bucket oh, the of chicken, chicken in Ethiopia and shit. But he made that joke back in '95. Yeah, shit was funny though. I'm it was, a, and people upset about that. Yeah. I'm gonna make a comparison now that probably only British audiences are gonna get, so everybody else is gonna have to Google this. Trevor Murdoch equals Onslow from Keeping Up Appearances. And I await the Google oh, I search. I want to laugh, but I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I know Mike's already on it. Go for the Google search, Mike. <laughs> ah! I can see that. <laughs> what is it that what, hold on, what am I looking up again? He's a fictional character in the British 1990s comedy series Keeping Up Appearances portrayed by the late Jeffrey Hughes. Yeah, I can see that. That is definitely Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> that is definitely Trevor Murdoch. Type I, in O-N-S- yeah. I, I will I send you an image now. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. Him, all right. Yep. I'm sitting here completely <laughs> surrounded by no beer. Oh, nice. Yep. That is that is Trevor Murdoch. A hundred percent. Sorry, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and then of course, uh, Dynamite ends with the parking lot fight. Uh, Great. P versus Best Friends. Man, Trent took two big ass bumps with a power bomb on the. Now this is in the parking lot, so we're gonna get some uh, double terms, both UK and USA here. So he takes a power bomb on the roof of the car, and then a double power bomb almost through the windscreen slash windshield. His back gets all cut up, and he still takes a piece of wood across the damn back. And then Cassidy emerges from the boot, aka the trunk, of one of the cars, to give it a little assist to best friends. And then we've got another double term now. <laughs> Chucky uh, hits Santana with a power driver on the bonnet, a.k.a. the hood. Mm-hmm. And Chucky gets to win, dropping Ortiz, who I don't know what the fuck it was, a sheet of wood draped across the back of a truck. Something like that. <laughs> Just, it, it got a lot more brutal towards the end. And Orange Cassidy's entrance was just awesome. The greatest hero we never knew we had. Yeah, that, that was for entering Wakanda-level entrance. It's fantastic. And then the best part was Trent's mom flipping him the bird. Somebody, yes. (laughs) Uh, Go, Sue. Somebody needs to re-edit the footage. Actually, I might do it. Of Orange Cassidy stepping out with the Avengers music. Right. (laughs) By the way, I have something to say about Mr. Trent Beretta. Uh, Is it about his mom? No, okay. it's about Mr. Moses Marquez over here. Oh. Moses Marquez, oh, now, Moses Marquez now knows about the Dude Busters with him and Kalen Croft on ECW on Sci-Fi. That's right, the Dude Busters. Yeah, somebody had posted up on, uh, I think, RWT that, like, just one of the random episodes of, anybody remember that show Silent Library? It was here yep. in the States. It was just fucking, it, MTV put on a show where apparently a Japanese game shows you had to be very quiet but still do stuff. I never got to see the actual Japanese version. I'm still looking for it. Anyway, and it had a bunch of WWE, like, developmental dudes. And it was like Dolph was in there, but then there was, like, uh, Trent Beretta. Kalen Croft. Uh, yeah, the fucking whoever the fuck that guy was, uh, and some other couple of fucking geeks. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? Then I, had the fuck? To, then I had to explain to Moses when Trent was in the WWE. And I'm like, and they let this motherfucker go. 
<laughs> of all the names that go through their fucking developmental system and walk away is just mind-boggling. It's like interesting. Yeah. It's Kenny is like the biggest one because he showed up in OVW. He he killed it in OVW, and they were like, no, nope. not OVW, wherever he was, uh, Deep Georgia, South. Deep South. There you go, deep. There you go, Deep South. So he kills it over there. They even put like brag about one of his matches well after the fact, and then that was it. Okay, uh, no. bye. See you later. And then Trent, who was a dude, at one point, you know, was I don't want to say he was maybe just a tier below Kenny in the in the Japanese like you know hype market, and you know they this guy was fucking developmental that never saw the light of day besides a couple of random NXT episodes. Well, he was on like when NXT was starting to get like the resurgence with like uh, Dusty Rhodes as the GM and all that stuff. Daz, that was around the time when he got released from WWE. And here's the funny thing: like I remember seeing that guy wrestle as Plasma for the NYWC, the New York Wrestling Connection, and he used to team with Maverick in NYWC, who would later go on to be the premier athlete Tony Nese. So they were a very short Aww. tag team. You said, could, you like, said Dusty Rhodes GM, and I was just thinking TNA with uh, Tracy and Trinity. I love Tracy and Trinity. Trinity is such a sweet lady. Yes, yes, very much. But yeah, no, dude, it's one of those things where I was showing Moses the Dude Busters, and I showed him the photo of old Kalen Croft, who was Chris Cage in OVW with a Trent Ferretta, and it was pretty funny. Dude, I also sent you what you got to watch, because I know you're going to see him on the retros, the Lenny Lane one WWE appearance where he wrestled Jack Swagger on ECW. Oh, I know. I already got all that stuff ready. I'm going to sit back and enjoy. Probably yeah, on my lunch break. Lenny Lane, when he was in WCW, and then he was in TNA in the early stages, made one ECW on sci-fi appearance. And I think he was like Jack Swagger's second or third match when he first started coming in as the All-A-Mac and a Mac and Jack Swagger in ECW on sci-fi. Got it. That surprised the hell out of me when he won the title. But I digress. Oh, and beat Matt Hardy? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Surprised us all, bro. Yeah. Well, um, there you go. We kind of shot through the Wednesday Night War. Uh, and in case you haven't heard, PS5 comes your way on November 19th, and by PS5, oh, I mean... Oh, fuck a PS5. Hold on. <laughs> by PS5, Talk I mean Promo Series 5. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that also comes your way November 19th. Uh, it's our last special of the year, well, apart from the Maxis, uh, and also the end of this year's promo season. Uh, the three Promo Bowl finalists will all challenge the Demon S for the Promo Championship in the... Microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. We we need that cover version. Uh, Robert, get the guitar out. Right. Make it happen, Kevin. And the rest of November and all of December will be exhibition months. The Phoenix puts his title on the line as well in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet for the Knowledge Championship. It begins on November 17th, the pre-launch show, hopefully with two hardcore Undertaker fans. Uh, against Alex Doria, that's to be confirmed. Hopefully, hopefully we're trying to get Alex. We're trying to get Alex Dorio from the Talking Taker podcast because Alex loves him some Undertaker. Yeah, one on one with the Undertaker, and, that, and we're trying to get Ella J. Right so, yes, and we're trying to get Ella J. So let's see what happens. Uh, well, we also know that the other challengers will be the Demoness looking to redeem herself after her knowledge debut at Trivia Takeover back in oh, June. Man. Oh man, yes. And Sorry. finally. At Promo Series itself, the final match of the gauntlet will be against El Jefe Moses Marquez, looking to join all the other knowledge champions and becoming a two-time champ. Two-time. 
Two time. Speaking of El Jefe, whether he's in the uh, microphone standoff or not, he will definitely be picking up the mic for a promo duel against a shape. That's right, microphone standoff. Not for sure just yet, but all I know is I got two chances. I have, uh, I feel like an easy shot when I go against Chris, and then I got you. Or not you, uh, the shape or whomever. That's what I'm talking Now I'm talking about the shape. That's what I'm calling you out, shape. You some gun you. I hope you understand that I was, you know, uh, a ranch guy. You know, I know a little something about the Western. If you know what I'm talking about, you don't know nothing about no Westerns. So I hope you're ready for a, uh, for a drill. So uh, Moses will, Marquez. I will pass the message on. So Moses Marquez is saying he's going to do like Clint Eastwood and paint your wagon. There you go. Bulletproof vest. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> and in another promo exhibition, it's Pop Culture co-host Brittany Savage going one-on-one with Mike Larkin. And without spoiling it, you can probably expect Mike to get just as savage as Brittany herself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've sent Dazzy dangerously a bits of my promo. And, I mean, I, I did say it when I when I, we did the build. You know, you don't know how savage I can be. Man, it's all fun. It's all in good love. I'm going to say this is probably one of my best bouts that I'm looking forward to. One of my favorites. And I love each and everybody that I've gone against. I look forward to facing Moses in March. But for me, it's like this, man. 11 years ago, she faced Beth Phoenix. I was a high school kid watching her against Beth Phoenix on Friday Night SmackDown. And then 11 years later, here we are doing what we do, becoming friends, doing promos together. It's going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun. And also the fact that this is also my four-year anniversary, sir, because my first ever Max Wrestling Podcast special was promo series. And what a hell of a four years, man. Yeah. Um, And I believe... We didn't have a knowledge title match. It was a number one contenders. At the yes, first that was series. the first one. Yeah, the first one was the number one contender when I beat Evan in the final. Yep. Yeah. And there will also be no NXT takeover that weekend, so the predictions title will only be online for Survivor Series. Uh, for more information, go to matchwrestlinguk.weebly.com. It's time for some real cowboy shit. Microphone stand I got to We got some stand that's the thing that we can't use rhinestone cowboy. Yeah. First and foremost, the only thing I think about Glenn Campbell, I think of that god awful mugshot that he had when he got arrested. Have you ever seen Glenn Campbell's mugshot? No. I never All knew right, he I was got arrested. To... Okay. I gotta get this up. Hold on one second. Because you gotta see this. And when I say you gotta see this just like you did with that onslaught, you gotta see this. He sounds like second. he's actually going to get the physical photo. Like yeah, like he took it himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Freaking A, man. Let me just I pull out my binder. Like... Right, <laughs> the forty greatest mugshots, man, at Glenn Campbell, man. Oh, he was okay. on one of them. You actually have it in a book. No, oh. but I, I saved. It. I know we were talking about. Oh, it. okay. Yeah, he got arrested for DUI back in the day. He was like sixty-six at the time. Oh my god! All right, I have the mugshot. I have the effing mugshot from the smoking gun. Check this son bitch out. Hold on two seconds. I'll, uh, I'll put it on screen for you people as well. Yes, you bet. <laughs> You better do that because people have got to see this, man. They got to, got to, got to. You know, Try a little tenderness. Tenderness. Tenderness with a little love and some tenderness. That's Udi and the Blowfish. Oh, you he know. looks pissed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. How dare Fierce, you take my picture? <laughs> How many times do I got to sing Rhinestone Cowboy to get the hell out of here? Like a little tenderness. Well, chicks love that romantic crap. Yes. Goddamn Disney movies. Hey, the bell is back. 
Somebody works. And it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Max Racing UK on YouTube and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Cast Bizarre! Yes. Yep. And you can find me. Oh, also a shout out to Andre Corbeil. You can always check it out on Wrestling with Wrestling, Andre Corbeil's YouTube channel. You can find me at the Captain512. Travis, when he's here, you can find him at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch no longer makes you dick itch. Don't be a wanker. Check out Anchor featuring El Hefe. That's right. Uh, everything kind of went on hold for this week, mainly because football came back. So people are like, what the fuck's going on? Schedules being readapted because uh, football is life. Just, I'm not going to lie. Just uh, part of life, uh, fantasy football stuff. Um, but look, at, be on the lookout for that. And as far as Twitch stuff, we are going to be switching from retro to modern day games. I know somebody's like, what the fuck? But your whole thing's retro. Don't trip, tater chip. Uh, it's been much uh, requested for me to put up some Call of Duty gameplay. So there's going to be some Call of Duty streams. And then just because I can't take my fucking hands off the controller when I'm home to play this game, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. I, I just had visions of... Uh... Of the wrestler with Mickey Rock playing Call of Duty with the kid, and he's like, "So what's this called again? Call to Duty? Call of Duty? Call of oh, yeah. Duty? Call, call to the Duty? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But I'm surprisingly good at it. So. Uh, and also, a wild Amir appeared. It was so surreal wait, wait, hearing him oh, record. Right. Oh, that's right. The, yeah, when he did the SummerSlam review. Part that's two. right. For those who haven't checked it out yet, so far it's actually shockingly our most uh, listened to podcast on anchor i don't know if that's in general but yeah he he had a blast doing the show i was so glad i convinced him to do it and it took legitimately no effort i just we we got rambling about something and then i was like hey uh, i'm gonna be reviewing SummerSlam and in tomorrow you want to do that okay and he made it happen <laughs> so for those who missed the hell out of that guy and trust me listening to that show you'll miss him even more I I always love with Amir. Like you introduce him and you immediately get a story. Yep, that's <laughs> it's either that or he interrupts me mid like intro. Uh, and Mike, who you've been talking to? Well, first and foremost, to use a moism, let's keep it funky, and you can follow me. Show water SCL ninety two at pop underscore culture underscore pod impact rewind on the Twitter for them some bitches. You can check me out lawnjfc.com, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. As far as talking to people, man, it's gonna be a light week. But Savage and I actually recorded a uh, another edition of the Pop Culture History podcast last night where we talked about Carol Baskin being on Dancing with the that Stars. Bitch. And among other things, yeah, that bitch. And among other things, including saliva always, that's what we opened up with. And I thought about you because we love back into Iconic. your system saliva. Yes. So we talked about that and we talked about a whole lot of things. So you'll hear that when that comes out either later today or tomorrow because I'm probably going to go to sleep after we're done recording this. I'm just being honest, Outcast Hey Yacht style. So, yes, you can check all that out, stevemikeshow.com. And I appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you, including Netpex podcast, as and I. First episode's out now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the next one going to be? Uh, 80s horror. 80s horror. 80s horror. Ooh, interesting. Moses, I will send you Twisted Desire when we are done with the show. You got to watch it. Evil Sabrina. Evil Sabrina. I'm all about it. Yep, yep. 
And next week, there is no promo ball about. We take a break. Um, but make sure you check out the Max Racing Facebook group on Monday um, for the results of this week's match between Mike Jolly and Alexander Owen because then the vote immediately opens for the second chance and it closes in time for next week's episode on Thursday. So get your voting fingers ready to see who's going to get that second chance in the promo bowl for the final match in the first round. That, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye, mwah, and good night. Adios. Desi, Moses, Max Wrestling. We're out. Next week. Next week, we'll be back. <laughs>